proudest day and the proudest time and the seat of a relic here because that day and that hour and those minutes I got the butt between my teeth you know I really stood up and was counted and said this is not getting away I remember when we pulled on our helmets and, and, and Donald says to me what are we doing I said we're going for gold Barrett that's all we said I can still picture that run that was just the best best run ever To crunching gears, let's talk rallying. The rally podcast, episode thirty. Connor, <laughs> where does these ep- episodes keep coming? Has there even been thirty weeks this year? <laughs> Kevin, I've no idea. It was never meant to last this long. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know. Anyway, in this episode, we look back at the latest round of the BRC Rally Cardigan. Uh, we catch up with Eamon Kelly, who claimed the the JBRC. Uh, Kyle McBride, who claimed the academy section of the Junior British Championship as well, uh, catch up with the Wonders then from the Lakeland stages. We look forward to uh, Wexford Rally, where we catch up with Danny Mons. Um, I think you'll find that very interesting. He's competing in his first rally, but to anybody that likes horse racing, they'll, they'll know the name. And then finally, we catch up with Kieran Ambrose, who is uh, one of the driving forces behind the Marshalls, the National Marshals seminars that will be taking place around the country. But um, first of all, Connor, the, the BRC, this rally Caradigian, it was uh, some of them. <laughs> Absolutely, it really was. Um, I was following it online with interest and, and a little bit jealous I wasn't there, actually, mm. in fact. And, oh, Friday night, happy out, that, uh, or sorry, Saturday night, happy out um, that Keith was looking good. And then, oh, all of a sudden, stage four, I think, was it? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yep. And I had a new start to filter through, yeah. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, a bit of a substantial role, all right, for himself and Mikey, unfortunately. Um, and it kind of, I suppose, puts a bit a bit of a question mark now over Keith's drive for five. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but like, uh, hopefully, like, as far as I'm aware, I think that's his first drop score of the year, you know. So like, maybe, you know, things is not over and done with yet, you know. Uh, but like for Russian Price and Noel... Noel Sullivan then like to settle the heads and you know take a strong second place. Uh great result for them. Possibly does put them in the driver's seat a wee bit in the championship. But we know how fickle rallying can be. Absolutely. You know, it doesn't take much to be caught out. Like, you know, again, go back to Keith, high on characteristic of him. Mm-hmm. When's the last time you can think of Keith crashing out like that? It's you know, be scratching your head to to come up with it. Um, you know, fantastic for Noel and Oshin and you know. There puts them, you know, firmly at the front of that BRC championship. But who knows? There's still two rounds to go. That's um, it, that's it. Happen, and, like, yeah. and then friend of their show, we've had him on a couple of times, Hayden Patton. Like, great to see, you know. Um, it, like, it's always been so accommodating nothing we've asked for of him. Uh, you know, come and take the one, uh, you know, and a carry had probably never driven until a few days before the event uh, to step in there, new co-driver on board. Um just shows the class of the guy. 
Absolutely. And if I'm right in thinking, first win on tarmac as well for Hayden. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, listen, a phenomenal drive for him and was absolutely delighted for him. Um, mm -hmm. Genuinely delighted for him. As you say, like he's a good friend of the show who's been very accommodating for us. And again, just shows the measure of the man and his capabilities, mm -hmm. um, you know, with all those news and firsts to get in there and, and literally go flat out from 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 the start of the rally and, and you know, convincing lead over Oshin. And, you know, you got to remember, Oshin was in the home territory as well. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Like, I know that Oshin probably was threatened with the championship in mind, but they like, still a stellar lineup behind them, you know. Uh, it, you know, it wasn't a simple drive for Oshin by no manner means either. Uh, you know, the, there was, you know, a strong Welsh lineup there. Um, you know, we know how good them guys are in home territory. Absolutely. Listen, it, it, you know, it wasn't handed to, to Price and, and, and Noel either. Um, what do you call it? Like James Williams, Rory Bell did push them in the early stages and, and mm -hmm. you know, they, they couldn't relax with the likes of the way James Williams has been driving as well this year. Yeah, yeah for sure, for sure. And then the, the, the junior section of the event, like Eamon Kelly, now we'll speak to in a couple of minutes, like he, you know, went there knowing if he won the category that he would win the championship and control drive. Uh, he explains it more better than I can ever explain it. But it was great to see him coming away with the one. You know, they had their dramas. You know, it was a tough, tough event, no doubt about it. But, you know, two lovely lads uh, in Eamon and Connor. To see them taking the one, I know Connor hasn't the championship, just quite wrapped up yet, but brilliant to see. Yeah. And again, you know, we can only look with with with, with pride at the range of drivers coming out of the, the island at the moment. Mm -hmm. And, you, you know, I think if you look at that Rally 4 um, category, the R4 category on, on on that rally, was there five out of seven crews were mm -hmm. from, from, from Ireland, mm -hmm. uh, north and south. So, it's like, it's just incredible. And uh, fantastically, you know, as you say, not without their problems, but, a, you know, a fairly well-controlled, mature drive by Eamon. That's for sure, for sure. So I think without further ado, we'll we'll let get you know get it from the man's uh, own words. So let's hear from you. Delighted now to be welcome along the junior British Rally Champion 2022, Eamon Kelly. Nice ring to that, hasn't it? Yeah, it sounds good. Better than the last few introductions. So, <laughs> yeah. but thanks for having me as always. I appreciate it. Uh, like what a fantastic achievement at the weekend to wrap up the you know the title so early in the season. You have to be delighted with that. Yeah, no doubt. Um, it was our goal this year, obviously. Um, we didn't think we'd do it with a few rounds to spare. Um, you know, we put a big effort into the whole thing, but to get it with a couple of rounds to go, is it, it, it hasn't really sunk in yet. Um, but yeah, such just such an amazing feeling. Um, we obviously entered the championship last year for as, as a first-timer, really, um, with no experience of any of the rallies and the competition so you know we we've gone from one season last year finishing second to going and winning it now you know it's something to I suppose for myself and Connor to be really proud of um because each round we've we've worked you know built on things and really really worked on ourselves to get uh, to get to the top level pace um and the junior BRC is top level pace you know you never you never have it easy over there um so yeah we're just delighted to have won it and it, it's just yeah I can't describe the feeling it's it's unreal and like Kerdigan like the first time in, in, in the BRC but without a doubt I think it deserves it and I think it'll be there for many years to come it looked like a brilliant rally tough but brilliant yeah oh yeah tough my god it's a challenge <laughs> it's uh 
you know, it deserves its place there because I suppose if you're going to a top championship like that, you do seek out like events that are really, really tough, you know, and challenging, challenging drivers, um, you know, to think in different ways. And yeah, it just, it's such a tough event. You don't get a break when you're driving. You're really, really having to, you know, just be on it all the time and really, really focused. It's probably, it has to be in the top two, you know, three of toughest events I've ever done. Um, Connor would definitely say the same as a navigator because of the call and like I, I don't know how he done it and at times it's impressive like just the roads over there I was saying like we get sections of roads like that in Ireland where you've you know tight twisty relentless sections very narrow but over there it's just like that for like 16 miles you know <laughs> so there's no let off like you come to the end of it and you're you really feel it um, but it's very rewarding if you can get it right and for us Luckily, um, we did. And uh, yeah, it was a very rewarding feeling. Um, so class event. And I have to say the way they ran it was, was really cool. They obviously had a lot of top top guys who know what they're doing over there behind it. And um, yeah, I think it's uh, the start of something good for the future. And it's good to see events like that on the calendar. Excellent. excellent. And I can imagine it must have been a huge relief then to finally get to the end of it all. Yeah, definitely. Especially <laughs> after the day we had. Um, you know, we never really... To be fair, there was no pressure on ourselves to go and say, you know, well, if we win, we win the championship. Um, it was a case of that if we won one of the next three rounds, we won the championship. But I knew myself that Tarmac's obviously my favourite surface. So I was like, right, well, if we're going to do it, try and do it now. Um, and, we, you know, our confidence was up as well. We had a few good results leading up to it. Um, but there was no, no big pressure, I suppose. But just the actual style of the event to try and push and have a go on it, uh, was uh, a little bit of pressure in that sense because, you know, you've seen, I suppose, that risk award even after you see, like, Keith go off on the second stage, you're like, oh, God, <laughs> like, that's, you know, that he's top, top level and, you know, so much experience and even he can make a mistake. So I'm like, damn, what am I going to do? <laughs> um, I need to push here as well. But uh, yeah, we've, we put a huge effort into the whole thing in our pace notes and, you know, really, really fine tuning them to get the most out of them. Um, and it really, really paid off for us. I guess on the first stage on the, uh, the Sunday morning, we were having a really good cut and just made a simple mistake and uh, clattered the side, side of a church wall and uh, bent the back axle. So really then that was kind of like, oh God, how are we even going to get to the end? You know, never mind when. Um, the car was just, it was, you know, it wasn't easy at all to drive. It was crabbing completely. And I think I had my, Connor said I had my steering wheel at about 90 degrees going down a straight at one stage, just trying to hold on to it. And, you know, we really then it was a matter of survival and just trying to do the most of what we could um, with the car and survive. Um, but thankfully, because of the preparation we put into the event, we were fit to kind of push on even with a broken car and put in good times. It kept us in the lead. And, um, you know, we didn't, we, to my surprise, we didn't drop anything. We kept the push on and got back to service. And that was such a relief. Like I remember sitting in the queue for regroup and just thinking, my God. <laughs> Got away with that. <laughs> to be in the lead, I was like, the, hitting the church wall must have been a blessing because <laughs> I don't know how I'm here. But um, yeah, then once we got it sorted, we reset and we were fit to go out and punch in some really good times then with a car that was driving in a straight line. Mm -hmm. And uh, 
Just but, but that shows how vital it is to have good people around you. You know, you have Connor there and the car beside you, keeping you calm. Then, you know, you know when you get into service, the guys from VSM, they're going to make sure that the car leaves service as good as, you know, as good as new almost again. Oh, yeah. Like, it's, it's, I can't, you know, I'm so lucky to have them people around me and I can't thank them enough because it's, it's round after round that, you know, they're there and the, the effort that they put in and the quality of the, the work that they do is just it's next to nothing and they're they're you know they're really fantastic and they're they're very um they're very involved in the whole thing too you know they want us to win um and you can feel that uh, but yeah you can always count on them and it's um it's absolutely fantastic you know it was in the axle was changed within 10 minutes you know it was you're good to go and you just it wasn't something you had to worry about you knew they were gonna they were gonna have you sorted um which is great because you know you could just sit down and relax and forget about it and just focus on what you had to do so yeah, yeah. i think it, it was matt cotton at the end of the, the next stage you know when you just pulled up he was completely shocked how good the car looked again like even at his level of matt seen it all it was just you could see the delight in his face to to see your bike and everything straight again as well yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, it was, uh, I'd say it was a surprise to many people, but it wasn't a surprise to me because I've, I've been with these guys for years. I've probably known most of them since I was about six years old. So um, I've seen how they are with that. And obviously from my own experience with rallying, so it wasn't a surprise to me. Um, I know they're absolute professionals and just yeah, the highest quality of work. And same to Connor, you know, he's waited a tough day as a driver and navigator trying to just make things go perfect. And you have that bit of pressure of wanting to win, but, you know, did an absolutely fantastic job and delivered notes that were, you know, like I said, really, really tough to deliver in places. Like I said to him, you know, an average navigator wouldn't do a good job in a stage like that. And it was fantastic. You know, it was, again, I had nothing to worry about it as a, as a driver and it's a credit to the people around me. So, yeah, like for the whole championship all year and an event like that I have so many people to thank um you know the likes of dad who even sits back and believes in me to you know he, you know lets me go and do the whole thing um not just because i want to but because he obviously believes in me to do it as well you know he wouldn't he wouldn't put the the faith in me otherwise um and uh yeah, even I suppose having the resources of the likes of the Motorsport Ireland Rally Academy, they've been very good too. Um, I've got a great benefit out of that in terms of my kind of psychological prep and, and nutrition and different bits. That, you know, the, the small things like that that really make the difference and can gain you that little extra bit of speed and just consistency. Um, and But there's, yeah, things like that and just an endless uh, amount of people to thank um, that make it all happen. So, yeah, just... Just, yeah, really, really grateful. Yeah, and like, you know, all this wouldn't be possible without your sponsors. You know, you have, you have a strong uh, band of sponsors there behind you too, making it all happen as well. Yeah, literally, like, again, um, they've been, you know, really, really supportive and they're always, you know, it's, you know, they're behind you and it's uh, it's fantastic. You know, it's an honour to, to keep the logos in the car and to, to catch up and, you know, and do it for them as well because they put a lot of faith in me so it's important to to try and reward them as best as possible and you know I'm, I'm glad we've managed to do that this year because some of them have been with us a couple of years now more three four years and you know the results have obviously not always been like this so it's cool to show them finally look this is what our plan was over <laughs> a few years. we're finally here um and it's a great feeling because they've been there the whole way um and you know we've got we've 
obviously brought on new sponsors this year too and it's great to show them what we can do from the get-go and just yeah really really thankful for all of them um and like you say it wouldn't be where you are without them for sure for sure and then you know mentioning connor again like with the you know the various permutations of the championship he hasn't quite clinched the co-drivers title will you continue on with the championship now at this stage Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, because it's it's a fifty-fifty effort, so he he deserves it as much as I do, and it's um, oh, it's no doubt. Um, you know, it's the way obviously it works. Yeah, with points. Um, I think he. I don't think I think he virtually just needs to maybe finish the next round. I don't even think he needs too many points, but just to get yeah, to get it for him is, is equally as important because he's been a, a vital part of the, the campaign and now without a doubt and to be honest the plan was to always finish the championship um i really rated them two rounds last year and one you know really want to go back to them because i still feel like on gravel have a lot of speed to to increase on so yeah it's uh, two really good rallies to do that and we have a lot to work on, so we're going to use them as uh, opportunities to do that. And, you know, in the future, if we ever go back to the BRC in the top flight, we'll have, you know, it's it's extra experience because typically the uh, stages don't change too much. So um, everything's experience. It's an opportunity. And, of course, we need to get Connor as title. So that's the Excellent. most important thing. Perfect. Yeah. And then, you know, yeah, obviously the last two rounds, any other thoughts, any other events now before the end of the year or will that kind of wrap you up then for the year? Um, other than the two of them, obviously we've got uh, the Donegal Harvest, which is it's a big one for anyone from Donegal. Um, it's a, a mini international, but um, yeah, we've an entry in in the polo for that, so it's uh, yeah, really exciting. Um, not as close to home for me this year, but still, it's Donegal. It's you know, real big excitement around it. There'll be a great entry, no doubt. Um, so to be going back in in the R5 car is just yeah, it's class and. Um, Counting the days, and hopefully we can try and use the experience we gathered in Donegal and Rick Mayo to have a bit of a charge. Um, it's uh, always learning, but we are getting a wee bit quicker each time. So hopefully we can hopefully get a good result out of it. Um, and then I repeated last year. Luckily, I'm going back to the Clarny Historics and the uh, in the Black Beauty, which is uh, very <laughs> exciting. So a little bit more of a relaxed atmosphere, but just I honestly I can't wait. It's like Christmas for me because that looked fantastic last year. You the big slides, the crack. <laughs> it just seemed to be you just seemed to smile from one end of the day to the end from start to yeah. finish. Yeah, it was one of the best days crack I've like ever had in my life. It was so much fun. Um driving one of them cars is just like I can't describe the feeling. It's just it's pure driving, um, pure excitement and obviously it's not it's no big pressure. You just go and enjoy it. Um yeah, and yeah. Just that them stages, them cars, and the atmosphere, and even the crowds, and just the general buzz about the places. It's really special. So that's like out of all the events this year, it's one I'm really looking the most forward to. That was a great catch up with Eamon, and uh, I'm certainly looking forward to seeing how he handles and slides the uh, escort around Killarney in the historic rally. And we mentioned friends of the show earlier, another friend of the show. Uh, Marion Evans and Jonathan Jackson unfortunately didn't get to the end of uh, Rally Cardigan Bay. So um, what do you call it? Yeah, we were we were disappointed to see that they they didn't get over the finish ramp. Um, you also caught up with Academy Class winner Kyle McBride, and not only did 
he win the class on the BRC, uh, or sorry, on the, the Cardigan Rally. He also picked up the BRC title as well for that. And uh, it's an interesting chat with him. I think he opens up talking about how important his days in the Junior 1000 category were and how they've helped him so far. Definitely, definitely. Um, we started there yeah, in 20, 2018. We started, we did the, uh, the Dog Leap Rally Tarmac and the wee Toyota Ego. Um, I think I was 15, I think, at the time. 14 or 15. And uh, then 2019 came in and then we decided to do the, the Forestry. So, yeah, we we converted the car to Forestry spec and we, we, we thought it was a great idea because we got to do the full full mileage of all the, the, the rally, like, you know, and from such a young age and, and a small car like that, like, it's, so it was just mental, like, not to do it. So, yeah. and it was it was very fairly reasonable price. Like everything the entry fees was half the price, and we still got to do the full full event, you know. So now we're we're delighted. It was a great championship for us, and yeah. uh, I was happy. I was very happy to to be able to compete in it, you know. And yeah. uh, I definitely definitely learned me a lot at, at at a young age. Like to be fair, it's it's it's. I think it was the best move I ever did, you know. Um. So now we're happy enough. We, we did the full year in 2019 and uh, we managed to, to win the championship in 2019. Mm-hmm. So now it worked out worked out well and I, I definitely learned, learned a lot driving the weak hours. You're, you're, there's not much power in them. So like supposing you're only 15, 16, who is enough power for you? Like? <laughs> so now yeah. hey, it was, it was, it was fairly, fairly good now. So it was. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, we all know what happened then in 2020, coronavirus landed. So, there wasn't much rallying for like a year and a half almost. But then by the time rallying come back, you were ready for the stages. Yeah, so there's, we got going in 2019. It was all good. And then COVID kicked in and kind of hampered us a bit, you know. But it was the same for everyone, you know. But um, we just kind of kept looking to see what we could do and what the options were. And uh, now we, it, it was there was a party kind of ha- came in there, like, you know, but. No, we, we, we got going again then. Everybody got going again, so we're happy enough to get get on the ball and get we, we moved up then into uh into the the sixteen hundred, the we Civic so it was. Mm-hmm. So it was uh <clears throat> from the J one thousand, so it was a, a big step up for me, like you know what I yes. mean? And I was I was eighteen at the time and jumping from I think it was sixty five break to hundred and eighty break. <laughs> it was uh, mental mental like, you know, but no, we, we moved up into the, the Civic and that was that was fairly good, you know. Uh-huh. And then you know you only done two or three rallies in the Civic, and then you you know you moved R two Fiesta. Like was that was a conscious decision to stay front wheel drive? You know we see so many young guys coming up now through, and they're they're mad to get into an escort or something like that. And was was this the idea of staying front wheel drive? Was this to progress to the BRC or? Um. Well, whenever we're in the Civic, we did we did two rallies. We did the the harvest, and it was the back end of the year in twenty twenty one. We did the harvest, and then we did the band of beach. And I just got my license at the time, and we're just mad to get going. Any rallies like that, the champion, every, the championships was all kind of red up, you know. But uh-huh. we're just mad to get going, and then we did the harvest, and then we finished well, and then we did the the, the band of beach, and we won that in the juniors, you know. Mm-hmm. So now we're 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 trying to look forward then, like what what to do next year and what car to go on, you know, and. We worked out our options and what would be the best option, you know, the best path to go. So, uh, no, I thought kind of front wheel drive, you know, would teach me a lot going forward. Um, so now we went front, we went front wheel drive on the Wii Fiesta or two T car. Mm-hmm. Um, so now we're happy enough. It was, it was a good move now. 
Yeah, I like they're they're a great wee car, and you know it's a good leveler. Yeah, you, you know you're go, you're going up and you're into that homologated class, and you know you're running along with guys. That doesn't matter that you know the the deep pockets don't really make a difference. It's everybody's car is the same spec. Yeah, that's it. Um, <clears throat> it's it's great to move into Gaelic, especially against left hand drive and sequential gearbox. That was all new to me, you know. Mm-hmm. Um. I thought like adapting left hand or right would be a bit difficult, but no, so it was hundred percent. Like whenever you got onto it, I just kind of stayed tight to my Dutch, and you couldn't really go wrong, then, you know. <laughs> so now we uh we, we moved into that the the wee Fiesta R two T car now, and I have to say they're a great wee car, they're a strong wee car. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I I like it, you know, but I just it took a lot of time to get onto it at the start, and but now we're we're slowly getting it there, and we're still still learning of the car, like it's still there now, so mm-hmm. it's all learning to me, like, but. It's the classes. The classes are very tight. Um, especially whenever the wee rally four cars in it, they they have a bit of a more power advantage than we do. You know, mm-hmm. um, kind of hampers us sometimes in the tire. But now we're happy to kind of we keep trying, trying, and trying. You know, and kind of really improving me as as a driver. You know, with that kind of less power. But no, mm-hmm. hey, we're happy. We're happy. So we are. Yeah, and like you know, we mentioned there that you went over this year to do the BRC. Like that was a massive step coming from you know the junior one thousand doing the Irish Forestry to go over there. And you've mentioned there, like you know, you're competing against the likes of Eamon Kelly, Kyle White, you know, Joe Kelly, these guys. And like it has to be bringing you along. Definitely, Kevin. Definitely. Uh, <clears throat> we decided never we got the car, we didn't know what to do or where to go. But now we thought that was the the best path. Um. And we, we went for it, you know. It was definitely a big, big jump, you know. And now we're, it was the pace over there is mental, Kevin. Hey, and mm-hmm. to, to, to be over there and competing and, and be alongside all those big guys, like, and trying, mm-hmm. trying your best every stage, you know. And it's definitely ringing me on a lot. Uh, so it's definitely a big step, you know. But now we're happy we took it and it's all good so far. Yeah, and like you, at the weekend there in the Cardigan, you claimed the the academy in you know, the JRC JBRC Academy. Like that, that's massive achievement in your first proper year. Definitely, Kevin. No, it's been it's been a good year so far, and uh, <clears throat> we're happy to win that. You know, and uh, they had a great prize for that. They did free entries for for the following twenty twenty three year. You know, for mm-hmm. the junior BRC. So it's it's great. It's great. You know intention for, for young drivers to, to, to do like and especially help me a lot now going forward next year you know it's a great thing great thing to have on the, on the budget side of things you know mm-hmm. I, and like before we even start looking at, uh, next year like I suppose like the, the, always been the thing with you uh, you know fully in social media you know how much of a family run event or a, a, a team you are you know your dad tows your car to the events uh, you know it's all it's not a massive budget. You sort of all doing things, and it's everybody's pulling together. Yeah, that's it. It's uh, as we all know, it's a very expensive sport, and I'm I'm super delighted to be to be to be able to do a BRC at 19 years of age and a an R2 car. Like, and a huge thanks must go to all my sponsors and the academy team. You know, who's who's been been able to pull it all together and, and make it possible for me. You know, mm-hmm. and uh, especially a big shout out to that. He tows the car about so. He's he he's a he's a main man too. He tows the car, but he's on the spanners all the time. So a big shout out has to go to him, you know. And uh, no, it's 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 really it's really good now. And like another thing, like you know, you do rally at the weekends, but it's also your career as well. Yeah, you work to PCRS, Philip Case. Like 
you, so you know the importance of good preparation in the car as well. Oh, that's it, definitely. Uh, I work with <coughs> I work with Philippi and uh, we've been working on, on events, you know, and weight rallies, you know, and I'm doing the apprenticeship with him. So it's uh, a huge charity has to go to him. He's a big, big person who's helped me get where I am today, you know, and uh, definitely it's, it's, it's been class to work on all those big cars and be away at all the world rallies. Like at six, at 17 years of age, 16, 17 years of age, to be away working at world rally events. Like it's, it's mental, like, but no, I'm, I'm happy to, to be able to do it and it's a class experience to see even see the work um, that, that the drivers put in at, at world level you know it kind of gives me an insight of the preparations they put in mm. so it's definitely a big bonus and especially working in my own car like whenever you're going to track your allies and if you do make a mistake your car does cut out or if you do pull the wheel off it or something like yeah. you know it's great to have the, the knowledge and experience to be able to think like how to get it fixed and get going again or see what the problem is because I think it's, it's experience that you just cannot get you know you can't learn it just in one day like it's no. just and it allows you, you know, to keep a cool head as you say you know if the car is saying something mechanical you can you know you're able to keep a cool head saying right, I know what this is I don't need to panic or you know you come to the end of the stage you can get onto the guys and say we need this sorted or whatever you know like from that that's invaluable oh definitely definitely and even 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 set up in cars like we, we do a lot of testing and stuff up and work, you know, and uh, for 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 me, even learning, like, what the lads are doing when other drivers are testing and what they're trying out, then whenever, whenever I have the, the rally suit on, then I can be, I know, like, what way to do work things or maybe we'll go harder or softer or lower the car for a stage, you know. It's definitely, it's definitely good to learn and good to know because, um, it, it, like, there's a lot of components on the cars too, like, and it, like it's so simple for a small thing to, to, to go wrong, like, and to be able to know how to, to how to try and fix it and stay going like some of the rallies and and the brc is really tricky and really challenging like it's some of them finish this rally more than more than being quick on every stage you know mm. and uh it's great great knowledge to know kevin so it is yeah because sometimes we look at the brc and we think the events are quite short but you know what they lack and maybe overall mileage as you said earlier the pace is so frantic and you're on, you know, world class stages a lot of the time as well. You know, you think of Nicky Grist there. Like you were doing stages there that used to be in W. You know, the uh, Rally GB. That's it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. All the the stages they have is next to none. It's mental. Like it's mm -hmm. that is crazy. And to to drive on them, it's even crazier at 19 years of age. So that. <laughs> so you you've the you know you have the academy wrapped up now. So like. Is that job done for this year or will you try and see out the championship or where's your thoughts yeah, now for we'll, the rest of the year? We'll see now. We have the harvest coming up now. Um <clears throat> and um maybe maybe we might do another round or two of the BRC towards the back end of the year. You know, we kind of our main priority is the harvest now because that's uh we're we're doing that motorsport island jewel rally surface championship, yes. you know. So mm -hmm. we'll we'll go to the harvest now and uh we're we're in good good shape now after last weekend and uh we're happy with our improvements, you know, and uh, we'll hopefully maybe get back over to do a gravel round. You know, I, I really enjoy the gravel, so mm -hmm. I'd be more comfortable in the gravel because I've done more in the gravel, you know, Kevin. Yes. Um, because the back in the J one thousands, I've learnt a lot. You know, it's all gravel we did back then. Mm -hmm. Um, so I'd have I'd be really happy to get back over to, to do a gravel event. Um, but no, we'll see. You now we'll get the harvest done, and we'll see what the see what the options are. Yeah, and then you know we can't go on now without mentioning motorsport. You know the motorsport island, the you know the academy. Like we've seen what it has done for the likes of Callum and Josh and Wal Wal Crichton and all. 
like it's a fantastic opportunity for a young guy at your age to be involved in that as well. Oh, definitely. It's, it's, it's crazy to be in and uh, to be a part of. And especially all the drivers that you're in with are, 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 are like, they have proper good talent. And like you have to hats off to the academy for for doing what they're doing. They put a lot of work in and what at the moment you know, and uh, we're always trying to see the improvements and what we can improve and you know what where you can get that extra second kilometer. Like if you can find a second kilometer and it's, it's a twenty kilometer stage, like that's twenty seconds you can find. Like you know, so that's good to be looking at the bigger picture, you know, and uh, seeing where you can find the time and not only that, like the preparation, the fitness, the. The, the diet plans, you know, going into events and uh, it's definitely a big help, especially at the VRC events. Like sometimes there could be like a long day wrecking and then you're, you're straight on to the, the rally the following day and there's a two day rally and you're rallying that night. And, you know, it's good, it's very long, like, and I wouldn't be used to it, you know, mm-hmm. but it's good to, good to be a part of the team and uh, to be, to see, just seeing progress, you know. Yeah. And, you know, again, you know, you always say like, this is the experience that you couldn't, you couldn't go out and buy this experience and you know you're being provided this you know you know the right things to eat you know the right thing you know that where to target your fitness you know th- them things is brilliant for somebody at your age to be experience all that that's invaluable definitely oh definitely like you never know like some of the stuff that we what we'd be doing and covering like you never think of kevin you know you never you'd never never think of doing uh, anything like it or thinking like jesus that makes a difference or it's all it's all small things you know add up and mm-hmm. you know if 10 small things add up to a big thing like that is a big thing so yeah. no it's great it's great to be a part of and uh who shout out goes to them like they've they've really pushed me on you know throughout the year and that's been great you know mm-hmm. and like you mentioned in the, earlier then i would get you know with the academy one now that allows you free entries to the brc next year would that be sort of where your thoughts lie to for next year at this stage? Yeah, um, it's about it's about early early to think about that, but no, definitely it's good to be thinking ahead and seeing what the the, the plans is now. It's a great thing to have have sitting there ready to go. You know, mm-hmm. it's a great 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 thing on the on the, the funding side of things, like because it's you know our sport isn't cheap, and we all know that. Um, mm-hmm. So hopefully you never know. Hopefully that that would be the plan, like to to keep going now and. Uh, Hopefully we'll we'll be able to move up now into Rally Four car and and contest into the Junior BRC because my car is is not eligible for that, you know. Okay. Um, because that's the older spec car. Right. Yes. So <clears throat> we'd have to move up into Rally Four car for it to go into the the Junior BRC. So that's my plans, and hopefully hopefully we'll be able to come up with the budget that we can be able to move forward and go ahead with that. Uh, hopefully Kyle pulls it together there next year with the Rally Four car for you know he has a, a doubt it. Uh, a wee diamond coming up through there as well. It's a, the guy's a big future ahead of him. Uh, also, last weekend they had the Lakeland stages uh, up in Enniskill. Um, six stages, three stages done twice. Um, a tough day, a lot of retirements, but the pace at the front was hectic, you know. Daisy Henry, another one for him. Kathy McCourt back in the Fiesta. Uh, Connor McCourt uh, getting the podium then in the Skoda. A, a great rally, Connor. Yeah, horrendous weather conditions. Absolutely atrocious at times during the day. Um, great to see Desi back up on the horse again after um, what do you call it? The you know his recent retirement on the Ulster Rally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they got two ones now in two weekends. Um, you know, talking to him after the event, he's he's confident now that the car is, seems to be well sorted. He's happier. You know, he's in a happy place now, and I think that's reflected in his driving. 
Absolutely. And look, another couple of rallies under his belt and fingers crossed that's the car is sorted and looking forward to next year, actually. And, and you know, where he goes, what championships he undertakes, it'll be nice to see him out again, uh, you know, with no issues and no hassles and just being able to focus on his driving. Sure, for sure. And, you know, Catherine McCourt back in the focus, you know, his, you know, Catherine started off the year in the Fiesta and then, you know, there's been a few changes of car over the, the period of the, as, of the year. But uh, again, speaking to him, he seemed very happy with the Fiesta on gravel. Um, hard to argue with it at the moment because uh, Desi has put in some strong performances. Connor or Catherine there settled straight back into the car again. And, you know, wasn't a million miles away from Desi. It's going to be very interesting next weekend then for the Bushwhacker. Absolutely, yeah. And again, I, I presume he's sticking with the Fiesta. So it'll be interesting to see how the two fight it out, you know, in very similar cars. Mm-hmm. Um and then, as you say, you know, Connor not that far behind either. No, for sure, for sure. And then, you know, we'll talk more about the Bushwhacker obviously next week, but there's going to be, you know, a few more names through in there as well too. So that's going to be a fascinating battle. And then in the two-wheel drive, Alan Smith come out victorious in the two-wheel drive, just, I think, only a couple of seconds ahead of David Condell. Unfortunately, Shane McGurr's, uh, you know, continuous bad luck in his home stages. <laughs> um, he retired very early in the event. But Alan and David had a great battle there. They did, they did. It was fairly close now and nip and tuck at times through that. And again, mm-hmm. you know, rear wheel drive in horrendous weather conditions, as we mentioned, mm-hmm. you know, between the puddles and sand water and places, you know, fairly tough going for them as well. That's for sure. That's for sure. So I think without further ado, we'll catch up with Desi, Catherine and Connor and then the two wheel drive uh, winner, Alan Smith. Desi Henry, winner of the 2022 Lakeland Stages. Good day for the car today. Yeah, delighted. Uh, no, it was a great rally. Uh, weather made it very, very tricky there, especially in the last loop. Um, it was no, it was definitely far from Sumble, but a good battle with Cam there all day. But uh, the first loop, obviously, we're sweeping the road. And then the second loop, the, the rain came on heavy, and uh, the rain was falling the ruts. So uh, we were nearly having to drive outside of the ruts again to, to, uh, to stay on a clean line. So. Uh, no, it was a tricky day, but really enjoyed it. Yeah, and good competition, as you say, there from Kelton and Connor and all too, so... Yeah, it was a strong line-up there. And, uh, no, it's great to get back in the forestry again. I really do enjoy the forestry. And it's, uh, no, great lads there and great sporting. And, uh, no, it's great to get back to the finish, obviously, with the one. Yeah, and that's two ones and two rounds now, so you'll continue on with the championship now, will you? Yeah, well, we'll do the uh, the Bushwagger now in a few weeks' time. And uh, hopefully get around that again. But as we all know, the Bushwagger's the... <laughs> The Holy Grail of gravel, so uh, a, lot, a lot of competition there again. So no, looking forward to it, we're happy with the car and happy with everything there now. And any issues we had earlier on the year seems to be resolved. So uh, no, looking forward to going home in a few weeks' time. Excellent. Good man, thank you. Captain McCord, second overall in the Lakeland stages. Good day's rally. I definitely enjoyed it. It was a good day's rally and the went uh, flawlessly all day. Good old race with Desi there to finish up. And, Look, it took us a wee, wee while just to get back into having drove the fiesta on the gravel probably in a year now. So, um, no, it was hey, all was good. And look, the stages were tricky. The last loop there it rained and just was very, very slippy. But no, here enjoyed the day and the car's home in one piece now for, for the bushwhacker. So it's the big one to go for now. So, um, no, all was good. Yeah, and you were saying the bushwhackers next up. So, uh, we back in the fiesta again for the bushwhacker. I definitely hey, will go in the fiesta now to the bushwhacker. Done the done the bushwhacker last year in the fiesta and we weren't that far away. So. Hey, it'll be it'll be tough competition this year. You've O'Brien, like O'Brien, will go hard and. Conor McCourt, third overall now in the Lakeland stages today. Good day's rallying for you. Aye, nice steady day out. Hey, wet and slippy, but we got to the end, so more than happy. 
And like tough competition out there today, like you know, your mixing times are with Desi and your brother and all. So you have to be happy with that. Oh I um we're getting the hang of the score now, so um Jean done a good job on the notes and we've done a wee bit more prep on the notes this time so it seemed to pay off. Before we were just kind of laughing and driving, but maybe we'll have to do a bit more for the bushwhacker now. So obviously then the bushwhackers next to the agenda? Yeah, yeah, uh, I think it's just day two weeks. So get the yard prep now and get ready to go now for the bushwhacker. And do you prefer the forestry? Like it seems to be your for you your happiest. I I never done tarmac, I just I don't don't gel to it, don't like it. Not that I don't like it, didn't do enough of it, but um like the forestry, it's easy going, one day event, come and go and uh, young family at home so with work and everything it makes sense for me. Absolutely. And like the Skoda, like uh, there wasn't an issue today at all? You no, Skoda was hey, great. Maybe lacking a wee bit more a wee bit of power compared to the Festas, but hey, no handling, tires, everything was great, so can't have to thank Ryan for that too. Alan Smith Top two wheel drive in the Lakeland stages 2022. You have to be happy with that. Oh, I definitely. It sounds good, that. There's a good ring to it. Mm -hmm. Good. Someday. Um, I, and, like, you know, tough competition out there today. You know, you had David Condell, Shane didn't, you know, maybe didn't last too long. But, you know, to come home with the fastest two wheel drive, like, great result from your. You know, you're not long in the Mark II, really. No, this is my first year in the Mark II. Like, I had front wheel drives and the Evo and stuff, you know, but uh, this is the first year in the Mark II. I never intended to come to gravel. It was tarmac yard we just bolted spring center and different wheels hey, and away we went today for a spin for the crack you know but that well, was good like there's a lot left in the car just the driver needs to get it all out of it just so no good day and you your home rally the bushwhacker would you be tempted to keep the, the springs and the oh for sure for sure that's that's the plan anyway the, the grand prix the oma grand prix so we're definitely going for it now hey, and uh, uh, hopefully uh, we make it so and what are you making of the Mark II? Are you loving the, the challenge that's providing? I like it, hey. It's, it's different than any of a drive. Like, and, like I've been, I was in front wheel drive for years and only done a couple of years in Evo. And I always said that I wanted a Mark II and I've got it now. And it's, it's class, like class. The speed and just mental the whole time. Kevin, that was great to catch up with uh, the guys, especially at the ramp as well. You know, it's nice uh, to hear from them, get that bit of passion and enthusiasm, you know, at the very end of the rally. Um, and again, all referencing the Bushwhacker. So I think it's going to be some battle and a bit of a gravel Grand Prix. Uh, should sure. be very interesting. For sure, for sure. You know, I think as they will talk more about that next weekend. And then, you know, this weekend coming, we have, we have Wexford. And, you know, it's going to be uh, maybe not the strongest four wheel drive, but the two wheel drive. It's, a, you know, it's the who's who of two wheel drive there. Um, and like that's not you know taking away anything from the four wheel drive guys there you know you have Daniel Cronin you have Andrew Purcell you know guys who are well capable of winning the rally there's no doubt about it but you know you have James Stafford you know Declan Gallagher uh, Kevin Eaves Gary Kiernan but I think the really interesting one from you know us spectator point of view Miko Herbert absolutely yeah you know a bit of a bolt out of the blue you know when we heard Miko's name being bandied about a couple of months ago for Wexford and great mm -hmm. to see I, he always threatened he was going to come back and, and, and rally in Ireland again in the Mark II so delighted that it's finally coming to to pass that's for sure for sure you know and look at he's back in the same car I think is what he done uh, West Cork and a couple of years ago as well so you know familiar with the car well it helped probably well not doing any harm I know it and you know it showed great pace down there uh, but for the local guys you know to be racing him it must be a dream come true for them 
ah, oh, look, it's, it's a chance to benchmark yourself against, you know, an ex-WRC guy and, and works driver. Absolutely. Who wouldn't want the challenge of that and, you know, claim some bragging rights, you know, mm-hmm. if you can pip him on a stage or or, or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. And, you know, kudos to uh, Wexford Motor Club. Like, they have put together what looks to be a fantastic event. Uh, nine stages over the two days, 18 stages in total. Like, that's... that's like I think 230 uh, stage kilometers. That's going to be a mega rally. It is actually, you know, it, it is a good event. Always has been done a good solid event. And, and you know, it works very well with the two day format. And as you say, like there's some decent stage mileage there when it's all added up, mm-hmm. Um, you know, so a bit of bang for buck for the competitors. That's for sure. That is for sure. And they're celebrating their 50th anniversary this year. So we wish them all the best. And another great initiative then for this week, um, is um, like a national hunt jockey taking part and like what a lovely young lad he is um, I caught up with him is Dar- uh, Danny Mullins and uh, like to hear him speak about rallying uh, you know you, you you start to understand why you know we know how important this how much our love of this sport is to see it in somebody else who has never competed in a rally it's just a joy to listen to so without further ado let's hear from Danny Thanks for having me on. Yeah, it's uh, it's going to be an exciting week for me, and yeah, I'm delighted to be taking part. Yeah, and uh, Danny, like you know, uh, a hunt jockey, a national hunt jockey, won in races across Ireland, the UK, and Europe. What promoted the move from that to rallying the weekend? Yeah, you know, I I, I love speed and adrenaline, and Andy Hayes asked me, would I like to come down one day to test a, a few cars himself and Josh Moffat were testing and I sat in with Josh and he absolutely frightened the daylights out of me um, and you know once I'd gone a couple of times with Josh uh, I thought this is unbelievable uh, I'd love to give it a go little did I think I'd be driving in a rally so soon but last year I was off injured and I had a little bit of time before I got back uh, racing horses and I went and I got my license to drive a rally car and then as it transpired the Wexford rally was on the 10th and the 11th of September this year which happens to be a weekend with no jump racing so I'm off and uh, yeah delighted to sign up for it. Yeah, and like probably one of the very few weekends that you have free because I'm looking at your calendar there it's jam-packed. Yeah, it seems to be, you know, we have the month of June off and apart from that, it seems to be all go, you know, the, the racing is so busy, especially, uh, you know, the summer months while there's not as much race or as much high profile racing, there's still a huge number of meetings. So to find uh, the weekend that suited for the rally, it was just a stroke of luck. And then, like, how have you found the, the transition so far? Like, have you tested the car? How, you know, have you done the rig or anything like that yet? Yeah, so I tested the car last week. Uh, the first day was not great. Uh, I went about two kilometers up the road and uh, a bit of driver issue. And uh, I'd done the drive shaft in the car. So that, that was uh, the first eye opener. And I was thinking to myself uh, on that day, I'm going to make an absolute fool of myself. But lucky enough, uh, Tom Gahan, who's looking after the car for me, I'm hiring the car off him for the weekend. He told me not to panic. 
he'll put it back. He'll have me in shape to, to go testing uh, the following day. And in fairness to him and the team, they got me out on the road. I, I'd done uh, a little bit of coaching with Andy. He gave me a few pointers and we seem to be doing a little bit better now. Although when you think of what you want to achieve in these things, then versus the reality of what's possible to achieve once you sit in and do it, they're, they're two different things. I've huge respect for the likes of, you know, Josh, who, who can really push the limit in a rally car. If I can keep between the ditches and not make a fool of myself, uh, I'll be happy. But, like, you know, it's, it's also new to you. Like, if you put Josh, say, on a horse, he's not going to do what you can do. So, like, you know, it's baby steps, it's learning. And, like, you have Tom, you know, no better man for prepping the car. You have the likes of Andy, you know, giving you advice. People at the top of their game, like, that's the kind of... They're going to bring something to, to you that you couldn't go out and buy. Yeah, definitely. And Michal Maher is sitting in with me navigating. And I think we, we played a blinder with uh, Michal. We, we had him signed up to uh, to drive because originally Patrick Bride was supposed to navigate. But with work commitments, he wasn't able to be free for the weekend. And we signed up Michal before he realized I'd never driven a rally car. So <laughs> once the first evening he came down to sit in with me, I told him his name is on the car side of the car and there's no backing out now. <laughs> I think he was having a few second thoughts. Excellent, excellent. And, oh, and what car are you driving at the weekend? I'm driving a Rally 1 Fiesta, which uh, to me is a very powerful car. I know it's one of the, the smallest uh, rally cars there is, but there's a lot of power in there for a novice like myself uh, going into this discipline. So... Hopefully, uh, yeah, I can guide it around and do myself some justice. Excellent, excellent. And, like, you know, yeah, as well as taking part and helping, the, you know, Wexford Motor Club celebrate 50 years, it's also, like, this is a chance for you to raise some money as well. Yeah, I'm going to link up with uh, Tomorrow for Thomas. He's, you know, a, a bright young fella from Galway, and unfortunately, he has... Um, paraplegic cerebral palsy so you know he's wheelchair bound but you know from the first day I met Thomas uh, he was a big inspiration for a guy whose life has dealt him you know a raw deal he's very positive loves his GAA he's been lucky enough to be in the same locality as the owners of Florin Porter a horse that I've struck up a good association with and through that, um, yeah, I got to meet him. And, you know, to see, uh, you know, a guy that, that life has dealt such a raw deal to be so positive, it's a fantastic inspiration to me and anybody else, you know, to not dwell on the small things and, and keep going and enjoy the and life we're given. That sounds like a really brilliant and worthwhile charity. How can people go about donating? that yes so on my social media channels on um, twitter and instagram uh my twitter is dan2231 and my instagram is danny mullins1 uh i've posted a, the link tree on my bio and if anybody would be kind enough to donate uh, it'd be great to raise some funds for thomas uh being wheelchair bound and that you know as he's uh, growing up uh, he's getting bigger and he needs just to try and update uh, the home. His parents, Shane and Anne-Marie, you know, do a fantastic job looking after him. But uh, anything 
you know, that can be done to, to make his day-to-day life a, a bit better would be fantastic. Excellent, excellent. Well, that definitely has to be something that has to be looked at. And then, you know, you know, you're bringing, you know, you're coming to this rally, you're going to bring a new audience, like I seen you on there with Darren Garrity from 2FM, uh, you know, a few weeks ago, the Galway races. Like, it's, it's always great to bring new eyes to the sport. Yeah, definitely. You know, it was fantastic that we were able to do the bit with Darren and, you know, through HRI, they've been supportive of the rally. And I think, you know, while the likes of, you know, that exposure with Darren Garrahy has uh, brought new eyes to rallying, I think uh, with the crossover with a high adrenaline sport of horse racing as well, some new eyes might, might be able to come back to horse racing. So, you know, for two you know, very similar sports, uh, I think uh, maybe in the future they might be able to work together again. It seems definitely a worthwhile venture for me so far. Excellent, excellent. And like, what is your hopes ahead of the weekend? Yeah, so, you know, myself and Andy had been chatting and originally I was joking with him that we'll try for a podium. Once I started driving the rally car, I soon realised I keep it between the ditches and... Uh, try get round as the first aim and we'll see how the first couple of stages go you know it's uh it's something i'm definitely going to enjoy but i don't want to get ahead of myself just yet yeah. and like what a, a tremendous event like you have two days nine stages on the saturday and then six more on the, the sunday like you couldn't have a better event to to for your debut yeah definitely the fact that there's two days it's uh you know allows you to maybe warm up on the first day get into it find the rhythm with the car and you know i suppose in in some respects uh when you're for me riding racehorses you have to try become one with the horse and get inside their mind and i have to just uh, find my rhythm with the car the first day as well and you know while it's a machine i just have to adjust and, and see how i can control it well and uh give it a shot to try get a bit of speed up as I go. Excellent, excellent. And I know like you're a very busy calendar and all, but could you see yourself maybe in the future doing looking at doing more rallies? It's definitely something that I'd like to do. And yeah, if I if I get a chance again, I'd uh, I'd definitely jump at it. Uh, unfortunately well fortunately and unfortunately I, I'm I'm lucky enough that I'm very busy racing and I'm getting a lot of good rides uh on good horses you know at the moment so if time allows i'd definitely like to give the rally in a go uh again in the future so we'll just see we'll get through this one first and you know it's to drive in a rally it, it's a it's a real bucket list thing to do so I'll, I'll thoroughly enjoy this one if i do get an opportunity again i'll jump at it that was great now you caught up with danny it was good to hear from the horse's mouth okay <laughs> All <laughs> oh, right. Go Sorry, on. Pardon, pardon the pun. Pardon the pun. Um, and then another very important event coming up this weekend is WRC Greece. Yeah, it is going to be like, you know, Acropolis was always one of those standout events, you know. That was one of the, you know, the, the majors almost of rallying, you know. It's going to be interesting to see how these cars stick the, the pace out there. Absolutely, like Acropolis was a it was a car breaker after Kenya. You know, mm. was a, if it's two events in the calendar, WRC calendar that would know would test the cars. It was Acropolis and and Kenya, and the Safari Rally. Um, oh, 
for many reasons, this is an important event. It's a very important one for M Sport. Mm-hmm. It's important for Craig. Be interesting to see how Loeb gets on. Mm-hmm. And very important, closer to home, it's the final round of the Junior WRC Championship. Yeah, like we have to wish the very best to John and Brian. You know, it's one or takes all at the weekend. We know he is the pace. Uh, there's, you know, there's no doubt about that there. Um, just needs the wee rub of the green and fingers crossed it all comes together for himself and Brian now at the weekend. Absolutely. It, it, on one hand, the, the, the championship has been neutralised in the sense Greece is new for, for all of the drivers. None mm-hmm. of them are familiar with it. Um, and then with that, there's all the extra points on hand for stage wins and everything as well. So everything counts here. And it, it's going to be who keeps the head on the shoulders and drives, you know, with maturity yeah. and thinking the whole time and preserving the car. Yeah. And, you know, one of the benefits, you know, all those people who donated, you know, uh, you know, bought tickets, whatever, you know, there a few weeks ago for his fundraiser. John got a, a couple of brief tests there over the weekend. And like that's the first time he's got a chance to do that this year. So like that's going to be vital going into this weekend. Um, and then also uh, Walt Crichton and Liam, you know, we're wishing them all the best. Aaron, uh, Craig and Paul as well. As you said, Paul, Craig and Paul, you know, the keyboard warriors were out in force after the last round. They, they got some serious flag, which was totally undeserved. Um, again, they just need a, you know, to hit the reset button and we know they're capable of strong results and hopefully that everyone starts clicking back into place for them again this weekend absolutely there's been undue pressure there and you know not all of their making either it's it's how the team is set up and and the budgetary issues the team has too so there's there's extra pressures there that normally wouldn't be in the mix um so you know fingers crossed it is a reset for them they do well with Loeb there maybe it'll take some of the spotlight off them and uh, give them a chance just to go and do what they want to do which is drive for sure for sure you know and we know uh, Craig is very capable you know he's one of the best in the world when it comes to driving there's no doubt in my mind about that um also this week um starts out is going to be the national marshal seminars that's going to visit different you know allocations all around the country um Kieran Ambrose is one of the driving forces behind that and um, so I caught up with Kieran and just to get the you know a general gist of what was going to be happening and he, he forgot to mention from a recording but he wanted me to you know make it aware like this is the volunteers and the officials commission this is not affiliated to any motor club or anything like that it's a fascinating chat I think you know whether you've ever marshaled before uh whether you've been marshaling for the last 20 years it's something that you thought I'd love to give it a go you need to listen to this this is this is a game changer I think this this is vital that everybody listens to this and attend one of these events if you can well uh kevin the first seminar is rolling out this thursday night in uh, in cork and we travel from cork to port leash uh then the, we are on to limerick then we have swinford in mayo we have uh, litterkinney up to the mount erigal the home of the Donegal international and um, then we're on to waterford and we're back up the country again to cavan which gives us a good geographical spread throughout the country um and hopefully by the time we have that much of the country covered we'll have a lot of people brought into the room um that's the that's the plan at the moment there's what's that like it's it's not the one night uh it varies the first night is the 8th of september the 12th of september the 21st the 28th the 4th of october 12th october the 17th of october but 
I'll uh, I'll what you call it. I'll get that information is out there, and I'll get it onto yourself, uh, Kevin, as well. Through the MI website, it's it's through the MI website and the social media platforms. To be fair, I've been in touch with a lot of the regional championships and the national championships and clubs uh, around the country. They've all they've all publicized it out there. So it is out there on a lot of platforms, I suppose, through yourself. It's to try to get to the greater fan base of uh, motorsport people and the people that are maybe not involved in clubs because this is what we're trying to reach out to. We'd love to see more people join our sport, get involved in the volunteer side of our sport and uh, uh, see that we, when we bring them into the room, we'll show them a bit of the safety aspects of the marshalling side of things and uh, they'll, uh, they'll get a better picture of uh, motorsport and the safety aspects of our sport and become a part of the motorsport community. Yeah, and that kind of leads on to my, my next question then. It's not just people that's already currently involved or somebody that's a member of Donegal Motor Club. Anybody can come to this. It's not. It's open, open for all. Well, that's that's exactly it, Kevin. We are we are trying to reach out to, to compete. I suppose as one would say against where you we've youngsters, uh, like we call them youngsters. I suppose they're heading back into college season and back to school now, and the rubies and the soccer's and everything are starting back. So we're reaching out, and hopefully the next generation is what we're trying to encourage. We're trying to bring people that are that follow our sport but are not involved through clubs. But likewise, the people that are involved in our sport, we'll welcome them because on the night there'll be there'll be a forum where we'll have the idea is this is a, a martial seminar. This isn't the typical training, you know, one-way system. We're trying to be in, as interactive as we can here. So we'd love to meet the 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 long-term campaigners of more sport throughout there, bring them to the room, get their experience, get their their voice of experience and their knowledge from being out on the road and helping as mentioned on events. And likewise, we have plenty MOE uh, licensed officials. Well, yes, they are welcome to the room as well. And they would be greatly welcomed because these people carry uh, licenses from different aspects of the sport uh, and at different senior levels. So their knowledge would be greatly uh, welcomed on the night as well. So as you say, it's open to one and all, whether they're already involved in our sport or whether they're first-timers. We'd welcome them all at this stage, so we will know. Yeah, and even just a casual spectator that maybe only goes to one, two events a year, they're yeah, every bit as welcome. And that's 100%. That's 100%. We're from the, as I say, whether it's the person that makes their annual trip to the hills in Donegal as their summer holidays or whether they're just they're a, a follower on the podcast or they're following on Facebook or whatever. If they're in the vicinity on any of the nights in question, call in as many as you'll be more than welcome. We'll give you the registration forms and we'll get you signed up. And we have on, on offer on the night, we have a few bits and pieces on offer. You'll become a licensed marshal. You'll get a marshal staff does pack. There's a, there's a draw for those that attend, as the man says. So, yeah, there's a, watch there's a couple of things to, to draw people in, but it's also to be able to give back something to the sport because these are volunteers, we have to remember. They're giving up with their time, free will. Um, there isn't too many people out there that will give you uh, their time for nothing. So oh. it's a small gesture for most where we can to give back to the sport, you know? Absolutely, absolutely. And, you know, we know how vital marshals are, and I see myself attend events it's the same crop of people that attend all events. It'd be nice to be able to broaden that base, and you know, it's, it's fair and everybody that way. A hundred and ten percent, Kevin. It's that you you hit the nail on the head there. I suppose I a lot of people probably recognise me traveling around the country, and I try my best to help out clubs where I can. But 
it's you can't be every class you cannot be every class uh, and that's the same with the the, the, the core team of marshals that are out there they can't do every event we got a little break due to what happened in the last couple of years and people some people came back to the sport and we've lost a few people not literally lost them but we just people have found other interests and people yeah. a realization that there's different things and family life and that's that's okay too but i suppose that's where we are reaching out to see can we get can we get new people into our sport? Can we build on the database that we have within our sport to get new faces and new people out there? Because it's without it's like everything. You can't you can't keep going back to the yeah. same people over and over again. We need we need new faces in there. We need new faces and we'd welcome them now at this stage. Absolutely, for sure, for sure. And then, you know, how do you go about, you know, do you just turn up on the night or do you need to apply to attend on the night? Well, or? I, t- I- I tell you, we ideally we'd like people to drop a little email just to the safety at motorsport, uh, safety at motorsportireland.com. Um, and it's the idea just it pick a venue, let us know what venue your intention to go on to, and it's to give us an idea of numbers. As you can appreciate, we've venues booked around the country. Um, and I suppose some venues are they are a fine size of the menses, but some venues are are uh, aren't very, very big. Um, and we just want to make sure that we're able to accommodate everybody. And the last thing we want to be doing is that we're bulging at the scenes with numbers, but do I have a room that everybody is comfortable inside and plenty of space? And that's mainly the idea is just to give us an idea of numbers uh, under that attending each. And as I say, we, we intend on the night to give out a Marshall staff dust pack. And if we have an idea of numbers, well, then we can bring enough Marshall's packs to, to make sure everybody goes out of the room with their pack on the night, you know? Excellent. Excellent. And then, you know, we know there's been marshals doing it this for years. No, they're going to gain something from the night as well. It's not just aimed at the, the beginners. It's aimed right across the board. A hundred percent. There's a few small, subtle changes coming within uh, junction layouts and things like that. And I suppose this is trying to just encompass that um, and get them subtle little changes out there to people so that it's not just the stage commander on the Sunday morning or the Saturday morning, wherever they might be, that's given the, given the brief that this is just a, a kind of another platform where we see that we just want to get out the, the rules to these people, uh, if all they being subtle rule changes, but there is small rule changes. And the thing about it is, as I said earlier, uh, Kevin, the people that are out there on the ground, these, these are the key people on the night that if we have new members in the room, some people might say, ah, sure, there's no point having the older people there. It, you know, they'll be dead sure what are they going to learn? It's their tales and their experience from actually being on the call face out there on the ground. The, the, the day they met the, the awkward uh, resident or the day they met the awkward spectator, it's their hands-on approach and their, their way of how they dealt it. That is better than any education that we'll try to explain on the night. These are the people that have the stories that were out on the ground. And these are the people that are part of our sport and that's, they are vital to what we have, you know? That's, you know, you, you, that was, you know, again, you're going on nearly on, on taking the next question there. Like, you know, we know that these people are the lifeblood of our sport, how important they are. And will they get an opportunity to have their voice heard on the night as well? Yeah, well, that's, that's again, a part of it. Like there's, there's obviously there's the questions and answers part, uh, albeit towards the end of it. But our plan is that we, we want to try and make it as interactive as we can for people. Um, that you know, people to ask questions, people to give their opinions. There's also going to be the idea is that we're going to have if people and I appreciate it, and maybe some people say, Actually, oh, sure, Ben Ambrose, he never shuts up, but 
my my idea is that if there's people in the room that don't feel comfortable talking within the room, mm-hmm. there'll be an opportunity there where we'll have uh, like a, a thoughts box or whatever, ideas box, that if people have an idea, they can write it down in a note and whether they want to sign their name to it or they don't want to sign their name, but we'll have a little box down at the back of the room. They'll be able to pop it in uh, discreetly and out of the way and we'll review them after. And albeit, it'd be ideal if their name was on it because then we'd make communication back and say, well, this is how we're going to, we saw what you said, we take it on board and we'll see, can we get learnings from it and improve it for them? But I likewise, they don't have to put their name on it. That's that's a hundred percent. But it's to give everybody. There's a there'll be a forum, hopefully, for everybody. There'll be the, the personal floor will be able to talk. We'll have the the, the 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 private discrete box, and also there's a launch on the night of uh, a new sport that he uh, app for the um, marshals, the Motorsport Ireland Greater Community of Marshals, and it's true that there's a, there'll actually be an email address on that, so they'll be able to email directly to the Marshall Subcommission, right into the commission. And there's a group of people on the commission who will be introduced as we go around the country. They, w- they all won't be at every venue, but there'll be a few at each venue where they can attend. As mentioned, you, we all have to appreciate we, are, we we all have our jobs and our lives and families. To, so anyone that can make these events or these venues from the Marshall Subcommission will be there and they'll be introduced on the night and may even take part in some of the training. And they'll be the people that if somebody has an issue out there in an event, these are the people that will be the voice of their, for their cause, as the mentioned, when they're able to discuss it at the subcommission. Yeah, and, the, you know, it sounds a fabulous night. And then, you know, as, as well as that, uh, you know, you're going to get training, you're going to get information. There's also an opportunity on the night of winning prizes. And, you know, that is, has to, you know, that's a great encouragement for people to attend as well. There is. And it, again, it's it's like, like I said, well, I go about the, the gesture with the, you know, the Marshall Stafters pack and things like that. And I don't mean to use the word Stafter pack to say that it's it's a, a person that's staffing off for the first time. But what I mean by a Stafter pack is the idea is we're hoping to build on this pack. This is just a baseline from us because we haven't given out. We haven't given out stuff in a long, long time. Um, so these are a few small tokens. We and hopefully we'll be able to build on them and go along. And as I say, this when I mean staffed, or I'm not talking about the men or women that staffed them from the beginning. I'm talking about these are people that are there on the, the campaign trail for a long time. But yeah, there is prizes to your point. There is good prizes. There's a lot of work being done there. There'll be draws taking place at each venue. Um, it's not one lot of uh, prizes for e- for the overall well, seven uh-huh. locations. It's actually there's there's prizes for each venue uh, throughout the country. So um, that will be done based on those that uh, attend in the night and return their uh, license application form. Excellent, Kieran. Well, I think it's a fantastic initiative, and I wish you all the best with it. Because as I say, you know, as I said before, the marshals are the lifeblood. You know, we need them out there on the ditches. You know, at road ends and service areas. Like without them, Rolling would be in a very difficult place. Oh, well, that's it. Uh, like, uh, Kevin, I think this year, unfortunately, I was above working with the lads in Donegal when the hard decision had to be made about Fanad. Because uh, that stage was shortened this year. And I think, I was thinking after, and I spoke with the lads in Donegal, um, and says whether it was Donegal or anywhere else in the country, it's a good number of years since we had to shorten or uh, do anything with a stage, or we lost the stage due to the lack of marshals. But it told its own story mm-hmm. on the single biggest uh, rally probably we know on the sporting calendar throughout and a statement like that to have to happen. I think it tells its own story, as you say. Yeah. Rallies don't happen without any rally, whether it's rallying, whether it's uh, a mud plug event, an auto test, an auto solo. 
it's everything. Like there was a hill climb the weekend just gone in Donegal. The weekend coming, there's two days in Wexford. There's track days in Mandela. There's everything. We have marshals to go. We need marshals everywhere from the, the carts to the, to, from the cart racing to, as you said, up to multi-stage rallying. Marshals are required everywhere in our sport and it doesn't run without them. Oh, absolutely. Well, Kieran, I think that's as nice a place to wrap that up as any. So thank you very much for taking the time. Kevin, thank you very much. And I, I hope to look forward to seeing everybody at the, the venues throughout Ireland. As the man says, I'll try my best to get the most of them. And as I say, uh, let this be the start of a journey to, for, our new, uh, for our new generation uh, of more sport enthusiasts and marshals to come. Thanks. So like as I say, if you can attend, please do, because like that, that is, you know, we know marshals are the lifeblood of the sport. Without them, there'll be no rally. There is no sport. No. Yeah. <laughs> for sure, for sure. Uh, just before we finish up, too, like to mention Michael McDade, Dick and Casey, who got another strong haul of points, won the class there in the Woodpecker uh, rally at the weekend. Gary McLehenney, co-driving for uh, Seb Perez, claimed a fantastic eighth overall, first time back in a Mark II in months now as well, too, so good to see them back as well. Um, you know, a lot of strong performances there, so that, you know, always good to celebrate those things. Uh Forgot to mention at the start of the show, please like, share, subscribe, you know, keep saying these things. But, you know, every week we see the difference in the figures it's making. So really, really appreciate it. So until the next time, take care, speak soon and bye.